Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hey, it's Chapeau Claudette here, aka Claudette, because I love clouds and looking up. And this is my 286 episode of Sky Astrology, where the heavenly bodies are. And this is actually a special podcast because we have our new moon on the 23rd of February. And on the 24th is Monday, my usual day to do where the heavenly bodies are. But because it's so close and because there is a major transit going on on the Monday in the middle of the day, I thought, well, let's do a special episode where we can really talk about this progression, this journey that our moon is making because our moon, of course, is making this journey because it is a new moon in Aquarius, Aquarius, this is sky astrology, no, not astrology, well, my friend said it is actual astrology, it's ancient astrology, it's what astronomers and scientists and stargazers know as a fact when you look up in the sky where the heavenly bodies are. Now, also we know, thanks to technology that we can use sky location apps because when you look up in the daytime, you know that you can see the sun or that the sun exists behind clouds if you cannot see it, but you are not actually able to see now the moon uh, during the day or Mercury, which is very close to the moon at the moment and some other planets like the one that our moon will be transiting because Neptune is just too far away but uh, um, we will be able um, to use a sky location app to know that that is happening and that acknowledgement to know and to be conscious of that fact is of course what sky astrology is about because we are a conscious and using the laws of nature and alchemy to be aligned conscious and uh, use the energies that are available to us through the heavenly bodies and where they are in our sky and we know that they have you know real basic energies like gravity with the moon pull on tides you know, birth times, and then our sun, of course, to make plants grow, and to shine the light, to give, you know, to start the process of um, interaction for plants to grow, or, you know, birds to chirp, you know, the whole nature really sparking, you know, our natural rhythm of life, and not just ours, I mean, all earthlings, all the earthlings that are living here. And therefore, we are, you know, conscious of the fact that we have our sun and our moon in 
the same space. They are sharing space together when there is a new moon. But not only that, is that the moon is coming to the end of the full moon cycle. And so, of course, what was going on before is kind of coming to a close and then we have a new moon to start again. So what I like to talk about first is what we have been going through from the full moon to the new moon and why it's so important to acknowledge that so that this new moon is really a place where we start from knowledge because that is why we are you know here is to make these experiences and to learn from them as they say sometimes they say that earth is a school and in this sense I have to say it very much is so so what I will start with basically is the mathematics of what I'm going to be sharing with you today Uh, Especially because I am going to give you the times for New York time, Eastern Standard Time, instead of GMT, where I am in London, because most of my clients are in America. And we will start with the new moon that will occur on the 23rd of February, 2020, at 31 minutes after 10 a.m. New York City time, Eastern Standard Time. That will be 7 31 a.m. California time, Pacific Standard Time. And, of course, for anyone who's listening in the UK, it will be at 15.31. That's 31 minutes after 3 p.m. on the Sunday, the 23rd of February. And at these times, with the same time, Our sun and moon will be at 6 degrees of Aquarius in 42 arch minutes. And the most important thing to know is that I approach what I call sky astrology from a biodynamic mindset. And the biodynamic is, you know, biology, the dynamics between natural things, natural elements. And these elements are fire, earth, water, and air. And so when we have this new moon, we have our fire, our sun, and our moon, which is water related to. And we have this fire and water in the air sign of Aquarius. But Aquarius is not your typical air sign, is it? Aquarius, Aquarius, is found in the part of the sky that they call the sea. And so we want to look at why that is, why it's not just the, you know, normal um, uh, air sign. And what's important to note is the symbolism, the glyph. And it is two wavy lines and that's flowing. It's a movement. It's a sign of also water. We use these wavy signs to mean water. And so I personally have always thought that 
Aquarius, Aquar, I like to say Aquarius because I just realized that Aqua was in it. I mean, just realized like six weeks ago, which is still embarrassing. Um, <laughs> that it is a water bear, known Aquarius, known as the water bear. So there is some water involved, and it is also associated with knowledge. And the knowledge that we need is in plain sight, I believe. So what kind of knowledge are we going to really start with this new moon? And I personally, looking at what um, has been happening in the world, I think as an observer... I believe that it is showing us, of course, that we are connected and that how important an Aquarian mindset is. And we all know that, you know, age of Aquarius, Aquarius is opposing Leo. It's the opposite of Leo, which is like the one person, the king. And Aquarius is for everyone. So it is showing us that we are everyone that we are connected and so what has been happening so the last time when it was a full moon we had you know the fires in Australia and you know this is a element that knows no borders and this is so important in this guy astrology philosophy I believe or how I might take on alchemy and elements is because it's learning how to work with the elements and how they are coexisting together and interacting. And therefore, it is giving us a chance to exercise the fact that we have all these elements within us and that we, other people might have different, you know, combination elements, but it's still a version of us or it's still the same element. It's not like some weird you know, crazy element nobody ever heard of, you know, that would be alien. But, you know, anyway, I'm just saying just a joke. So I don't want to digress and go off point. So we had that. And we had also the coronavirus, which is spread. And, you know, the origins in a way of the virus is part of the pollution air problem in China with the smog. If you've seen pictures of Wuhan, you'll know what I'm talking about. You know, it's like smog city. So the air is stagnant. It doesn't move and air needs to move, especially, you know, as a element biodynamic farming. It is the time where the moon is in the air sign that flowers are cut or seeds are spread because they can flower. They spread, they fly, they are in movement as air is. And so we have these examples of how, you know, fire and air are not contained and that they are moving and that they are showing us that they, you know, can be seen as a symbolism of what we can learn from the fact that they have moved or that they're not contained like say for example earth which is not part of this conjunction this new moon and when something's not a part of 
these conjunctions very often than not it's what is needed to add to it so with somebody when i see somebody doesn't have water element in when they're born at the time of their birth then it's good for them to drink water it's good for them to connect i mean i've just seen that with wake water movement that a lot of people who follow that had a real void did not have any element in water but the fact that they took the initiative and joined this movement and drink special water, drink life water, and do these things associated with water has completed their life because water really is so transformative and it really is needed to kind of in the mix to, you know, really permeate everything. So in this case, it's earth that is needed and earth could be us because earth and I just kind of learned this as well um, is not just earth soil it is anything that is solid like us anything that is matter and this we as human being matter we can take initiative we can do something about it what are we going to do about the fact that we know that we live in on this plain planet together and that we are the ones we've been waiting for because this is the true meaning of age of Aquarius and those of us who are awake I have to make a point because those of you who think you've just been seeing 1111 randomly this nothing is random in mathematics nada and that is a invitation to think outside of the box to think about the parallels in a way you know Aquarius is an 11-11 if you stand it from horizontal to vertical all the air signs actually are like Gemini the two lines and Libra the two lines you know these are also two lines 11 as above so below and really aspiring to join you know the what you can see which is air which is above and ground what is solid what is you know you standing on below but being one you know coexisting as above so below and we are if anybody wants to say in this time where Everybody will agree time is moving like so fast, really, really fast. And just like, you know, we thought, oh, when is it coming? Age of Aquarius, when is that happening? It's happening now. And this is the meaning of 2020, uh, you know, the vibration of 2020. And Randolph Steiner talks about words have a vibration. And, you know, you saw 1111, it's I call it double dipping now, but when the numbers repeated, it's a chant in a way, like chants are repeated. And it's 1111. And the fact that now people are saying 2020, 2020, this is resonating with us and it is moving us even faster towards the age of Aquarius. This is my opinion. This is a basic um, thought pattern sequence that I have seen with my own eyes with of course the people that I watch but to see we're even saying C S E A or see the aqua and Aquarius and 
understand, you know, physics and mathematics, that these things are aligned. And here we have this new moon at the beginning of the year, and everybody will agree, January was like, shit hit the fan. Lots of happening, fires here, diseases, you know, Brexit, all these things happen in January. And, you know, we just got in the middle of 2020. So this is how, this is how things are happening quickly. And when you say 2020, it's to see clearly 2020 vision. And now is an opportunity. If you don't see now, this is going, this is like inviting you to see 2020, to see how important it is to wake up and acknowledge that we are part of each other's lives, you know, in the basic sense of the word. And people understand that when there's fires in, in Australia, pe- firemen from over the, all over the world come to help. People give money from all over the world to help. And this is a fact. And therefore, if we can do that, we can do it down the street. We can do it in our families. That separation is an illusion. And that's, you know, where I feel is so important about this new moon is that we have this at six degrees, which we know that's a special number. 642, which is also a double dipping because four and two is six. So it is a confirmation using these energies. You can look up the numerology if you want, how important it is. And to start with that lesson. And now that I've told you, if you've listened to the podcast, you know. And you start from there and you listen. Because we also have an extra uh suggestion you could say from mercury who is also retrograde now and at the time of the new moon it is at 11 degrees 38 it is also double dipping at 11 degrees at 38 arch minutes that's three plus eight is 11 so we have an 11 11 we have Chiron at 11 degrees and arch minutes 40 degrees, so 11 degrees. We, you know, the bottom part of the sky is also at 11 degrees across from the MC, which is at 9 degrees 21. So this is really a listening process when Mercury is going retrograde because Mercury usually goes very quickly and now it's slowed down. It's closer to Earth. And so this is the time to get this information that, you know, to get the mindset of thinking about others before yourself, thinking how we're connected, thinking about what it is to share the same space and to treat the emotional well-being of someone as you would treat your emotional well-being, which is kind of like I like to say, when water and air share space. So we know that inside the water bubble there is that air. And we know in Aquarius, it's an air sign, but it is sharing the water. It is the water bearer. It's pouring the knowledge 
And so sharing your knowledge, sharing what you can do, doing what you can do as a person, as an earth thing, in a humanitarian way, in a innovative way, this is what this new moon can be about. It's an option, right? And so this is what I, you know, want to say for this new moon and I decided to do something <laughs> I decided to make a mercury a special mercury offer to get your natal sky and a 15 to 20 minute uh, consultation with me talking about what mercury is happening with the new moon and everything that's happening in connection with your sky when you were born okay so that will be on the website and there'll be a link so that you can connect with that also I just want everyone to you know take the opportunity that it's a Sunday that this is happening to slow down because Mercury's slowing down and listen a lot because I feel that there will be a lot of inf information it could be thought information as well, you know, things that you think about, um, ideas that you have, unusual ideas that you have as well, you know, think about those things and also you can write them down because that is the action that your earth body allows you to do. So they're not just lost in the air and spread. You, the knowledge is is held and you can keep it in this Mercury retrograde. It's slowing down. Okay. So that is the new moon. I like to just, you know, talk about that. Also, if you want to know kind of classic things, but I like to focus on, you know, more or less one thing that Venus will be what they say in a square to Jupiter. And the sun will be sexing Mars. And, you know, sun sexing Mars is a good thing because it's an opportunity. And Mars is in Sagittarius, which is also a fire sign. And when we look at Venus square Jupiter, well, Jupiter is actually the original um, connector to Aquarius. And Venus is in Pisces. And, you know, Pisces is a very spiritual sign. But it can also mean, you know just like trying to find harmony in the deep emotional like Venus of course wants it to look nice things like that and sometimes I always say in my um my video which also comes with this special um new mercury uh offer that I have as that too much of Jupiter sometimes is a good thing so you know it's like everything's going so nice and we want it to be all nice and la 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 but you know that sometimes isn't the case and sometimes we have to put our gloves on and get to work to make that thing nice and so Venus you know is in actually in Pisces and might not be as functional as it usually is because Venus is connected to air and also earth so it is connected to air and earth and now it's in water so it is being more emotional than um, trying to 
harmonized and being proactive as it would with earth and air sign okay because yes as always water we are water and water water is used and it is needed and it is um you know overly i was going to say it's just <laughs> expended you know and it is needed more than you know we know but the fact that it is gets lost as well because it's needed so when there's lots of fire it will get soaked up and will be without and if there's the earth it will soak it up as well and will be without that flow so we have to take care of the flow and if we take care of the flow in a more emotional way it doesn't have the idea of it with our moon being the origin cancer connected to the moon remembering our roots remembering our mothering remembering why who we are which is water you know we are 73 percent water it's about remembering the origin of existence and not um, just using it and not remembering to honor it and being careful of how we use our emotions yeah and that is a very you know mindful thing to note when you are watching your speech thinking about what you say thinking about what you say and how it affects somebody else yes because we both we all all of us have a mother all of us know what it's like to be cared for and so we I believe and if it wasn't your mother it was somebody else or you cared for yourself but we all know the concept of care and that it has to flow and that it has to move and that it has to take action and so to remember that in this space of you know taking action as far as you the person being aware of this knowledge that is coming to us that we need to interact and integrate all these elements that we have and that the element that is missing in this interaction with the sun from fire and the moon from water and the constellation of Aquarius as air but the water bear is is our earth and this us and calling upon the Mercury retrograde which understands air as well and understands being an Aquarius but thank goodness also understands Virgo and that is earth and like I said write it down be meticulous you know find out what this all really means and acknowledge the the original idea of it and I believe it is to understand the knowledge that we are you know all connected and that we have to take care of what we say and how we communicate to one another and how when we think of solutions we need to think of solutions for everybody not just one person so there's been you know situations um you know in the news about 
people not being so nice. So maybe it's time for us, you know, even if we are nicer, it just changes the vibration. And keep saying 2020. I guess that would help change the vibration as well. If you have any questions about this, please feel free to ask. If you're in my inner circle, you'll get a really personalized version of this um, information. And I'll be right back with... If you want to be in my inner circle, just go to skyastrology.com. I will put a link in my description. So I said this was a special episode because uh, normally I would have the Monday where the heavenly bodies are. But I'm going to tell you where they are going to be on Monday because in this journey that our moon is making with the new moon, it will also transit Neptune which is ruled by Pisces, which I talked about because Pisces, um, Venus, of course, is making a major connection to Jupiter during the new moon. And Venus is in Pisces, okay? And also Neptune is important because Pisces is a very important water energy. It's the last water sign. It's the sign of transformation and it's the age that we're leaving to go into Aquarius, right? So I think it's important. So again, according to the time in New York City, this is where our heavenly bodies are on Monday, the 24th of February, 2020. Say 2020, see 2020, see clearly. At 25 minutes after 1 p.m., so that will be 25 minutes after 6 p.m. in GMT time, London, and it will be 11.25 a.m. in California. No, it won't. It will be 10.25 a.m. Apologies. Three hours difference. Should have been easy to calculate. Okay, so let's talk about what's happening <clears throat> on that day. So as we always begin with what's rising. Now what is rising is the constellation of Gemini and it will be 15 degrees of Gemini in 17 arch minutes. That constellation is rising more or less in the middle of it followed, oh not even followed by but the next, <laughs> oh I have to see that look like the chart but sorry blah blah blah. I just noticed that there aren't a lot of energies or heavenly bodies. Let's go through them. Nothing in Cancer. Nothing in Leo. Nothing in Virgo. Nothing in Libra. Nothing in Scorpio. But hey, Sagittarius. So there's like this empty space. So, you know, it's really polarized because we have the ascending in Gemini and on the opposite side with the Sagittarius, we have every, all the other um, heavenly bodies starting with Mars. Mars is in Sagittarius at 9 degrees and 11 arch minutes, followed by Jupiter, which is having these mathematical 22 degrees and 
two arch minutes. Pluto is 27 degrees Sagittarius and 36 arch minutes. I know some people who have planets at 27 degrees Sagittarius. If you have a planet at any of these junctures, it's good to, you know, be more observant of those things. And if you don't know where they are or if you don't have it, like I say, is one of the reasons why my Aquarian idea is to make that available to everyone without, you know, full-fledged consultation, which costs 135 pounds or 111 this is an opportunity to get a mini consultation from me for 44 pounds okay with your sky and then you this will make more sense to you next we have saturn also still in sagittarius at 31 degrees and seven arch minutes then we have of course our sun still in Aquarius, but it's moved on from 642, remember the double six, to seven degrees of Aquarius and 50 arch minutes, almost eight. Mercury retrograde, of course, is <clears throat> going down in numbers and it will be at 10 degrees Aquarius and 31 arch minutes. Mercury will be. Our moon, though, is conjunct Neptune. So our moon will have moved into the space of Neptune where they will both be at 20 degrees Aquarius in eight arch minutes. Then we have next our Venus. As I said, it's in Pisces. It's at 27 degrees of Pisces and 37 arch minutes. Chiron, I put this here especially because it is at 11 degrees Pisces and 43 arch minutes. Uranus is still at 4 degrees Aries and 31, but it is in the part of the sea and very close to the Satus constellation, which we really don't have degrees for. And last but not least, our Rahu is North Node. And that is also in Gemini at 6 degrees and 12 arch minutes of Gemini. So that is where the heavenly bodies are for the week of Monday, the 24th, 2020. Another, <laughs> another chance to say 2020. And, you know, as I said, I think that's really, you know, fun and important thing, you know, to share and to say because the numbers do resonate and have a vibration. And like I, I don't know, I had to type tape a few times. And so if I did it in my podcast, I will say it now that, you know, those of you who have been seeing double digits, 11, 11, 11, 11, I believe it is an invitation to really be aware of what is happening in a more spiritual sense of the word. Not just, oh, events or this happened, that happened, or what the news tells you. No, your awareness, your consciousness, what's been happening with your thinking, with your thought process, what have you seen? 
So I just want to, you know, give you like a little heads up as well that Mars is going to be, I didn't, I don't think I said K2 because K2 missed out. K2 is at 10 degrees of Sagittarius and Mars will be in conjunct with that as well in that week. And the moon, of course, you know, will be moving through Pisces and, you know, away from the new moon, but will be approaching, of course, uh, the Venus. So, you know, this, like I say, is a real process of them interacting with each other and, you know, the new moon is building something. The moon is building itself and, you know, starting that process of full uh, from the sixth point that we talked about. And on the 25th, I believe that we're going to have the sun and Mercury at the same place. So it's like a new Mercury in the retrograde. So it's good to be an observer about that. What does that mean? You know, that's what, you know, we don't always know what it means and it's complex because I think we you know take the point of the observer but the more we observe the more we can make a observant guess or in a public uh, own opinion guess what that means yeah and because this number that it's going to have a nine on the 25th so on Tuesday night New York City time um, our moon will be at nine, de- our sun will be at nine degrees of Aquarius and Mercury will be at nine degrees Aquarius as well. Okay. So that's what we call a, a, a new moon because they're sharing the same space at nine degrees and Chiron, uh, our moon will be, uh, conjunct Chiron as well. It, um, in Pisces at 11 degrees. So, you know, it's not just one thing that makes effect. It's a lot of things that have that effect as well. Um, also on the 25th, earlier in the day, Mars will be conjunct Rahu. So there seems to be a lot happening on Tuesday, the 25th. And so I always, you know, tell people to slow down. We are in mercury retrograde right so it is a good idea to slow down but because we have mercury trying the north node you know there is an opportunity to understand more than it would be if it wasn't because you know this north node is about why we are here and our karma and taking action towards that karma And if we're moving as one in the age of Aquarius, then we want to move in the age, in the feeling of listening and understanding that we are one and that we are here as part of a bigger picture. And that, you know, we are receiving these invitations to be um, more in touch with, you know, why we are here. And that sometimes, you know, plays a part when Rahu or K2, which are the two points that are 
really um, where the sun and the moon meet in their travel in their travel uh, of our ecliptic path and what I have seen and proven mathematically to be connected to real events that if you are aware in your life I was aware of them in mine you can be aware of them in yours if you have the birth time I have to say really important and you get a um, sky report from me and then I can point these out to you and then you can be a very observant observer because you'll know when that is actually happening and this is not based on us western astrology information that they will tell you unfortunately but yeah that is the case so I'm going to say goodbye for now. Um, You know, like I say, most of these things are happening very eventful Monday and Tuesday. And, um, you know, we will, we are in this Aquarian energy right now. We have a lot of things. We have most of everything, heavenly bodies from Sagittarius to Aries, really just in Aquarius uh, Sagittarius, Aquarius, Sagittarius, Pisces, and Aries. There's just those four signs. So fire, air, water, and fire again. So we are the earth. We need even not just during that moment of the new moon. This is about what are we going to do. This is about how we're going to take the fact that we are solid, that we, you know, can do something that we are matter and we matter <laughs> that we are going to do something mindfully please mindfully with the knowledge of Aquarius yes with the slowing of Mercury not in you know hasty no slowly retrospectively thinking about what we do before and more important at the same time listening to what is being said or conveyed okay i've talked so much i want to say good night and thank you so much for being part of this journey with me where i am voicing my opinion from someone who been looking up at the sky or being a not really, you know, to tell you the truth, I was looking down at an ephemeris from 19 thinking that was the sky. But the fact is that I was meant, I had the mindset that there's something more to life that was happening on the earth. That's probably also the reason I'm such a cloudette. And so even though I saw these heavenly bodies on the piece of paper in the ephemeris, and they were talking about being in faraway places. They weren't talking about them being on Earth. So that's why I have this. But, you know, thanks to, you know, my wake-up call five years ago almost now and my journey in Egypt and actually that experience and now having clients where I can share this knowledge and also confirm what I've found. And, of course, hoping to, of course, share this knowledge, 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 equals Aquarius with others. And I am really grateful for your attention and your time. And if you have any questions at all, there's a space on my website where you can send me questions and ask me anything. And I'll share them with you. Okay, take care of yourselves. Lots of love from me. Until next time, 
the next Monday, I believe we will be in March month. And of course, if you want to be get a current audio calendar for March, it would be a good time. Actually, I think I'm going to throw that in with the special of Mercury Retrograde. So it's 44 pounds for a half an hour consultation with me, your data, uh, astronomical data when you were born, and a sky map of it, and the audio calendar, which I believe is a really good thing because if you can't see, you can listen to it. If you have someone who can't see, you can give it as a gift, and it just tells you where the heavenly bodies are, more or less, uh, as the moon changes, as there are like significant dates um, of that month. And there are going to be, because Mercury is going to stop going retrograde, and it's going to have a shadow period, we talk all about that. And um, also, there's a printout where it's more color-coded so that you get used to just being able to glance at the calendar and say, oh, the numbers are green, that means we're in the Earth day. And I've been promising to to do some more... uh, you know, audio or video about the element, and I will, but I'm learning so much at the same time that, you know, I don't want to deliver incomplete information. But um, this, I believe, with talking about where the new moon is in the air, Aquarius, let's talk about air, and I will be doing more talking about air in the membership site which also you get for a month when you get a calendar okay so click on that link if you're interested or send me a message if you have more questions i'm gonna go now for sure